Okay, testing, one, two, three, testing, one, two, three. I feel like I'm at a concert and I'm singing. Does yours? What? Does yours sound top? Okay. Um, so what, do you feel like Mariah Carey? I don't feel it. No, I feel like I feel, feel like, like I can hear echo. That mine is echoing. Yeah, I mean I can hear the echo too, but I don't know if it's. Do I don't I think it's coming off on no. the recording. Okay. I think that's just the. That's just. Well, hold on. Let's see. Does this make it better? Oh, that makes it better. That makes right? it better. Do you like it without the reverb? Yeah, I think. It well, I mean, I just had it on the setting that they told it that the. The instructions. Yeah, the instructions. So hold I, on, let me see. So when we have it like this, it's a little. How will that affect the recording? So let yeah. we can let's talk and we can just like listen to it back and see okay. if that. Yeah. So you know. What are we gonna talk about? I don't know. <laughs> um, now we're tired. Now we're it's tired. Been <laughs> I'm like, it's too much. So we've been out all day. <laughs> How to go buy flowers? You had to go buy flowers and do white people shit. <laughs> white people. White people shit. Um. Uh, okay. Well. But you bought yeah, nice flowers. I, I think There's like a whole field. There was a whole field out there. There really was. And I appreciated, you know, the wagons because I don't ever think we know where I'm from in South Irving. If there's a nursery somewhere mm -hmm. down Beltline, like right. heading into Grand Prairie, you there is no wagon. Right, because people steal them. Yeah, or they just, you know, yeah. I mean, honestly, I have to say they might just steal it. Or I was going to say they bring their own they wagon. Need... Give them a little credit, man. <laughs> they need something to take their groceries home with. They need something to take their groceries home with. Oh, you want to talk about, okay, now here's the difference between where you live and where I live. Where I live, okay? Uh -huh. I'm going to have to get used to this. Okay, yeah. so, so when... What you want to talk about shopping carts? Yeah. So you know where I live in South Irving. Yeah. On that Esther's and One Eighty Three, close to Irving Mall. Well, what used to be the Irving Mall mm -hmm. that has now turned into like. Isn't that like the dumpster fire of like the world <laughs> the now? <laughs> hey, the theater is still good. You know, if you're in, if you're, I thought it like I keep he's seen on the news where like oh maybe that's not that mall, but there's a mall in Dallas that everybody keeps like literally lighting on fire. Oh, this. No, they oh, haven't okay. lit Irving Mall on fire. Like Irving, <laughs> Irving Mall is still keeping hope no, alive. It's not that ghetto. It's not Jeez, that ghetto. It's just not look, abandoned. You, okay, look, you know, you can't. I can't talk bad about my city, <laughs> right? Because I, I, like, I am an ambassador. Don Cano, ambassador. I am an ambassador, so I have to. What kind? So, what's your official title? Well, they're called ambassadors of the city, and there's of the city of Irving. Yes, and I okay. think there's five. There's five of us, and we. Is it just ambassador? Or is it like you know? It's I don't get a crown or anything. Well, no, like, but I'm saying, is it like you know, Irving City Council ambassador? Uh, she said no, I don't get a crown. No, <laughs> I was fully a expecting you get a scepter. I was expecting at least a, a sash. sash. <laughs> <laughs> right. But that did no. But I'm I'm happy for the just the opportunity. But what it is is. Right. Just, you know, is to engage the community more, especially the Latino community yeah. at different events throughout the city as ambassadors okay. and just, um, you know, gather information on how the community can that that community can be more engaged with local city government. Right. 
Yeah. What so the? yeah, so it's cool. So but talk back to the mall. So back to not talking bad <laughs> about the city. Back to not talking bad about the city of the mall. The mall like it used to be really thriving and it still held on. Yeah. I remember back in the day when moms used to like drop their kids off there in oh, the yeah. summer and they'd remember? be like, This is your daycare. When we were kids, yeah, for <laughs> real. Like I remember Here's I twenty dollars. <laughs> right, if that. Like I mean I remember when <laughs> I remember when. <laughs> um I you I, my, you know, I'd have five dollars, you could go watch a movie, you could like go to hot dog on the stick. Yes. Get a hot dog and a lemonade. And, yes. And maybe go to Hot Topic and get something. Yes, or right? Spencer's. Or Spencer's, Remember exactly. Spencer's? Yeah. Right. That was so, cool. Yeah, I mean, th- that's kind of really a sad state of America right now. Like, the, the, the death of the mall. Yeah. You know, because it's because of Amazon. Because and shopping of, online. You know, online shopping. Exactly. So, I mean, maybe these sort of community sort of... Uh, community activists or not I don't want to say activist groups but community relations groups will yes. help like you know reinvigorate yeah you know, these sort of community senator centers or you know yeah well I think that you know there's I mean I don't know if that's an initiative of your program but yeah well it's it's not I don't think that's really it but I think just as you know in in every community we're mm-hmm. seeing like well, the Galleria certainly isn't dying, honey. That's for well, sure. Yeah. You know, that ain't ever white people. Die. That's white people. <laughs> I know. So, so white people won't let that die. They ain't gonna let that die ever. So, yeah. but yeah. Plus, they do a lot of things there, though. They have all these events and like the North Park Mall. You know, there's right. always something going on, and Irving just really doesn't do that. And right. and but the mall still is there. They still have you know like the the basic things. But anyway, when you're yeah. talking, we, we were talking about like. The the shopping carts. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Let's talk about like where I live. You, mm-hmm. it's not as bad as it used to be, but people right. would have to like you know they walk to the Walmart because they don't have a car or whatever. So you would be driving down, you know, Pioneer to in Esther's, and you'd see like a series of shopping carts where people like oh they would be like oh I'm halfway home so screw it not I'm just going to the, the shopping cart not the graveyard of shopping the cart. graveyard of shopping carts and they'd be like oh, screw it I'm just a few steps to my to my uh to Shut my up, house Siri. so I'm just gonna leave the the shopping cart here Damn. and then I was I would think who goes and gets all but somebody like. There was a time even when a guy would come and he would be driving around picking up all of these shopping carts. Yeah. And, uh, but I haven't seen that lately. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of think of it like, you know how those, um, <laughs> like in New York and some of the bigger cities where they have those electric bikes and scooters where you can like pick them up and just drop them off anywhere yeah. and like rent them. Well, you know, they so the shopping cart may have been the start of that. It might have been because, you know, they did try that. They tried Mm -hmm. this, the bicycles in Dallas and Mm -hmm. in Irving. Yeah. And that, that, that stopped real quick. They stole them. (laughs) (laughs) They stole them. They barely brought back the scooters to downtown. Yeah. And you can only use those during a certain. I'm sure people were getting their asses hit. They were getting crunk and, and running into shit and running into people. Yeah, that's dangerous. But the bicycles that's dangerous for when you're drinking. To I me, mean, you gotta be bold, but you have to be bold to steal a one of the city bikes that were for use by just the public. Right, because you know they have trackers on them. And you know they're gonna recognize it. It's right. yellow. Why does it say City Bank on the side? <laughs> what does it say City of Irving? <laughs> Why does your bicycle say City Why of Irving? Is it, I don't believe that's yours. 
So I think they just did cut you pay for that. I need to see the receipt. Right. I think they just cut their losses at that point and yeah. said, you know what? You guys, you guys are going to have to take the dart bed. How about right. that? We're going back to that. And that was the end of that. You know, you have to get a bus pass. You have to get a bus pass now. Right? Like, that's why we can't have nice things. Right. <laughs> My God. Yeah, I do. I do just want to chime in really quickly that um, this podcast is being sponsored by Don Cano Real Estate Group. <laughs> right. Indeed. And no. tell us a little bit more about Don Don. Don. What? Not Don Ocano. <laughs> We're going to have to edit that out. We're going to okay. edit it. So no, we may why don't you now. tell us a little bit more about Don Cano Realty? Okay, so so right before the pandemic, and you know it is what it is now, but right before the pandemic, I was working on the last of my classes for my real estate license. And um, I finally finished it up and um, got my license. And I thought to myself, oh, my God. This pandemic has hit. This is going to be horrible. I'm not going to sell anything. So I was like fully prepared at the time to not sell one house. Because mm -hmm. you remember that was such a terrifying time. Oh, my God. It was I. I, I still remember being in the office. Me too. And, and getting the sort of news article seeing the news articles come in about you know one person has died 10 people have died yes and then i remember i walked into my boss's office chris mm -hmm. and he's he was like i think this is going to be a pandemic yeah and i was like holy holy shit like you yeah, know, yeah, this yeah. Is, i was like no it seems like it's more like just you know some kind of flu like a just a Bird simple flu. virus yeah like mm -hmm. i i am an I, one thing about me is that i am a optimist yes eternally yeah. i always try to look at the bright side of a situation right sometimes to to a fault you know sometimes yeah. it, it can be um it can cloud my judgment rather than you mm -hmm. know but i don't go to cynicism right away you know yeah. and i just i try to think positive because i think positivity mm -hmm. you know the bears better results than being negative. Right. Agreed. So I was just like, yeah, oh no, I think it's going to be fine. I mean, some of these news articles are saying, you know, it, there was mixed. I think the other confusing and scary part about it was that there were mixed messages. There were right. people telling you and scientists saying, no, no, it should be fine. Mm -hmm. um, and then there were others saying, no, this is, you know, the end of the world. Right. And to your point, I mean, I didn't know. I, I think the scary part about it, too, obviously, with anything, the scary part is the unknown. Right. You know, it's, it, it, and it seemed as though the disease was, COVID was really, it was, there was no rhyme and reason to who it was affecting. Right. You know, right, it right, wasn't right. just the, you know, sick and impoverished or right. old and impoverished. Right. Or, you know, it was killing rich. It was, it was, you know why? You know why? <laughs> Everybody started putting so much money in to try and figure out what it was and what? got got real serious about it because it was killing rich white people. Yes. And Ms. Rona did not discriminate, honey. For real. She was in them streets she catching everybody. <laughs> look, I tell you, look, and, and you're an eternal optimist. I'm an eternal <laughs> conspiracy theorist. Like, I was watching that shit back in November of 2019, honey. Because we were, I was looking at the news because I'm always watching the news and yeah. um, 
my middle child, who is a news hound, he should have gone into news broadcasting or something because you can ask that kid anything and he, mm -hmm. he'll tell you about any world event, but whatever. Yeah. So I remember him coming into my bedroom one evening and he said, did you see mom in China? They're building a hospital from the ground up. And I was mm -hmm. like, what are you talking about? And he said, there's some virus or something. And I had kind of seen a couple of articles about it. And he, and he showed me because they recorded, you know, that big hospital that they had to build outside the hospital right, right, to right. contain right. all these people. Like a COVID ward. Or yeah. Whatever. And they did it in yeah. like, they were doing it like in real time. Mm -hmm. And, and when I saw that, then I started keeping up with it. And I remember going to work and telling my coworkers, this is going to get here. It's coming, and I'm it's gonna dumb. be. I was because you know that's, you a, that's so, that witchy so, vibe in me. You're so scared. I was, no, honey. That was my witchy bone mm. saying, "Y'all better get ready because something's going down." Okay, I'm just saying. I'm not saying something's gonna come, but something's coming, and it did. <laughs> and remember when we were in the office and we were like just sitting there working, and everybody's yeah. trying to act normal, and we were like, "Okay, shit ain't right." Like. Right. Um, well, I remember, I remember thinking like, don't come near me. Right. And are Stay we going to go? And then you start there. seeing people go home mm -hmm. and we're still sitting there yeah, working like the last. I remember I was one of the last group. I mean, being a manager, being, mm -hmm. you know, a vice president in my, t on my team. Yeah. I also, I felt like I had a duty to. That's yes. with my folks. I wasn't going to be the one that was going to be like, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, because I mean, I wouldn't. I, I don't abandon them. Yeah, exactly. I that's just not because who you I could am. have gone home. They were yeah. letting you guys go. Yeah, they were letting yeah. totally letting managers go. Yeah, home. and uh, that's how that's how ours ended up as well. They stayed yeah. with us until we were we were able to also go yeah. go home. And I didn't really get nervous until like I guess the end when I started seeing people were starting to go home and work. And I I remember. Um, I bought, I went and bought a desktop because um, I said, I don't have anything to work at home. My God, like, you know, what am I going to use? Girl. I know. Real dumb, right? <laughs> like, they're going to give you some shit to work. Don't worry, honey. They're going to make gonna sure. send you home and be like, work off your iPhone. <laughs> they're going to make sure you can still keep working, girl. Right. And they did. But, and then you I said, never. I need a PC. I need a, I need a computer. <laughs> I went and bought it from this high school girl for like $100. Can I get your monitors? Like, I was terrified that my workflow was not going to continue. But look at us, like right. three years. Yeah. I mean, and that was scary times. It was very scary times. And it changed a lot of people. I mean, I think it really kind of, I think it goes to show you sort of the resolve and sort of the strength of the human condition. Right. You know, even, mm -hmm. you know, pandemics, I mean, and, and pandemics aren't a new thing. You no, know? no, no, no. And quite frankly, the COVID pandemic wasn't as bad as past pandemics. I mean, the Spanish flu of like 1919 or whatever that I think it was like 1919, 1920. Yeah. I mean, killed over 50 million people. I mean, yeah. that's insanity. Yeah. We, I mean, I think COVID killed what? Something like, I think the end of, end number, I mean, it's still happening. There's yeah, still, there's you know, still so cases, it's still, yeah. but I think obviously, you know, the, and who knows how it's being reported now, if it's right. being underreported, overreported, who knows? Um, I think mm -hmm. the last tally was like, you know, maybe 10, 11 million people. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we are in a highly technological sort of, mm -hmm. you know, era right now or, you know, time where 
you know, we have the tools to combat that, right? So, yeah. And, and quite frankly, you know, we could have done better as a species to limit the deaths and, and if, yeah. you know, it hadn't been politicized, if it hadn't been, yeah. you know, considered, uh, you know, people being afraid because they're, whatever yeah politicized and it became sort of you know a xenophobic and Mm -hmm. racially charged yes yeah it was oh you know we're not gonna wear masks because we're not you know why we don't want to be like the chinese right okay well then you die yeah by the end of it (laughs) i was like you know what i'm gonna wear my mask you don't have to wear your mask right yeah you don't have to wear your mask go ahead and die go ahead and kill your grandma Go ahead and kill your auntie, your uncle, your nieces and nephews, the, right. the, the ones that have asthma. Go ahead, kill all of them. Right. That, that came... Uh, it came to that point for me where I was just like, this, I don't yeah, care. That was your thought for... Yeah. I remember like people had, and especially being, you know, in the state, in the state where we're, that we're in, you know, people really value their freedoms. And, um, as long as they're not women. Right. Uh, correct. And, and that, so that was all, the whole shit was weird. But in to that point, I you know talking about the real estate thing. Oh, sorry. I no, we got off on COVID. <laughs> sorry, guys, we got off on some like heart. So we get to get it. So in. welcome to Too Hot Tomorrow. So, yeah, this is where, where, where this is this is the flavor this of is, our podcast. Yeah, the tamales we, will get hot in here. Like we're on the tamal hot. And then we'll become tacos, and then we'll become enchiladas. But then we'll yeah, come back to the then tamales. we'll come back to the tamales. So talking about the real estate thing, yeah. um, I started. You know, I came out of this out of school with with clients in my pipeline, and yeah. and and then the rates dropped. The rates dropped. Yeah. Remember, they yeah. were in the twos. Like, yeah, girl, that's we, what that's why I, I refinance real quick. Everybody did who was smart, you know, and who got yeah. it, and good for them. But but at that time, you know, I had a pipeline of clients that just immediately we were out there and then the bidding war started and then it was like crazy. So, but it didn't stop me. You know, I was out there mask on hazmat suit and all the things, you know, trying, you know, to help people find homes. So I did very well within my first, um, you know, couple of years and still going strong. Like I really want to continue to do this and eventually do it full time. I enjoy it. So who do you say, I mean, because, I know that I, my original question was, you mm-hmm. know, what is, you know, who, I guess maybe my question is, who is, who is the customer for the Don Cano Realty Group? Well, it's, and I, I, I think I know because I think you are, mm-hmm. you will, you, you will open yourself up to anybody and you want to yeah. help anybody, whether yeah. it's slinging a shack for $50,000 right. or going for the high end, you know, mm-hmm. multi-million dollar property i'm sure that you would represent both right and i know that there's a lot of but i feel like especially in that industry in the real estate industry you have you have people who are like no i'm only going to focus on high end yeah i mean look look at you know the reality reality the reality TV fast like twenty the, times reality like, TV shows like that, the like, Selling Sunset yeah Selling yeah. Sunset million dollar listing yeah. you know where it's like all about these thirty million fifty million dollar homes, homes like, yeah and that's not realistic I mean that's obviously right. not you know that's a niche market yeah they're obviously on TV because it you know yeah they're glamorous and they're 
it, it's a spectacle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real, for sure. Um, that's obviously like, that's not your average buyer. You could sell one of those homes and not have to do another transaction for the whole year. Because yeah. that commission's going to, if you want it, right. that, that's your income for the year. Right. You know, just do right. one thing. But, but yeah, so I will, I sell to anybody because I feel like everybody deserves the opportunity to own a home, whether yeah. it's a $200,000 home or it's a million dollar home. And yeah. everybody's going to get the same treatment from me. And I would say like every agent sooner or later finds their niche in the industry, whether you decide that you just want to focus on listing houses or mm -hmm. you just want to be a buyer's agent. Um, there's also agents who've made a ton of money just doing leasing. Um, there's like so many things you can do, but I'm kind of like, if you want to buy a home, let's chat about it and see if it's a right time for you to buy. And if you're ready, then let's see if we can get you qualified and move forward. But, but I've really enjoyed it. Like I've helped a lot of people and I really enjoy so it. So where can people find they and can get in find touch me, with? They can find me on, on in Instagram, all the social media platforms, yeah. Facebook, Instagram. And what are the taglines? Uh, Don Cano Real Estate. On everything, Don Cano Real Estate on uh, IG. Not Don Cano Realty Group. On Facebook, it's Don Cano Real Estate Group, and I'll put it all in the in the comments. In the comments. When we post this, wherever we're gonna like post it, because we don't even know. Like, share, and subscribe. Yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, I've enjoyed it, and I hope I, that I can do it. You know, full time. <gasps> Did we cut off? Why did it stop? What the heck? What happened? Did something turn off? What? Happened? We're still going. Are we? Yeah, but we don't hear that. There's not that buzz anymore. Huh, that was weird. What happened? Well, that's good. That's perfect. Actually, I don't like that buzz sound. I don't either. We didn't okay. even touch it. Was it charging? You think oh, it was charging? Oh, that's what it was. It's done charging. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're cooking with guests. So sorry for okay, all of that. Sorry. I mean, well, I this, hope, well, it's our first it one. Um, so it's our first well, one. This is our test. So we're still testing. This but is, that's some good shit. Think, right? We need to find. Girl, bye. Oh, we're my. We're going to be so famous. Somebody. Ah. I know. I can't even handle it. We, I can't, I handle can't it. handle us right I'm now. I'm feeling myself so much right now. I am too. Um, But I think that was really nice. That was uh, good. It, it flowed. flowed it was good. Yeah, we, we just started talking. We have good banter. Good yeah, for good sure. Conversation. I do, 100%. Um, all right. We just need to figure, like. Was that what it was? It was charging? I think so. Was, it gets the charge. lights off. It's okay. We're ready, bitch. <laughs> you bitch has been talking and I've been charging. So I think maybe... We can on. save that, I'm going to take this off. And okay, now we're going again. Hello? Okay. Yeah, so it started again. Okay. But All now, right, huh? is it... Well, that's weird. I wonder why it did that. Now, hold on. Keep, keep it recording. Don't okay, touch anything. I'm going to going. take it off. Oh, okay. See, there you go. That was weird. See how there's that... Oh, who knows? Okay. Yeah, but now, I mean, right. it sounds kind of the same. Let's see here. Let's play with one of these things. Hold on. Oh, that's the intro. Coming soon. Los tamales calientes. Calientes. Los calientes. 
Two hot tamales. Yeah, how do you say that? Dos tamales calientes. Dos tamales, tamales calientes. So this is a perfect time to segue into to... our segment, our weekly segment, which is going to be Charles's white ass learns how to speak Spanish. Espanol, yeah. Okay, maybe we should say Charles' white ass that's really brown Yeah. learns to speak Spanish because, you know, sadly growing up, I, you know, didn't learn how to speak Spanish. Right. On my dad's side of the family, they thought it was, you know, they didn't want any of my grandmother. I mean, the stories have, that we've learned is that my grandmother and grandfather didn't want the youngest mm-hmm. of the nine children to learn Spanish because they didn't want them to have accents and be discriminated against. Right, right, school. right. Um, yeah. This was during the 50s. And so, you know, racism and discrimination was very much alive, even in a big city like Los Angeles. Right. So growing up, I never learned Spanish. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, because you're looking at me, but I'm very dark skinned. Yeah. Um, Hispanic man. Uh, I'm also Native American. So, you know. Yeah, I never knew if you were. So my heritage, or, or so my ethnic makeup is, I am thirty percent Spanish, thirty three percent Indigenous American, nine mm-hmm. percent uh, Portuguese, oh. um, and then just a whole mishmash of other things. Like there's like lots of two percent, like northern. Uh, uh, like Africa, I mean, just all, all I, of I, it. I have, I'm just really a Heinz 57. Yeah. But I'm mainly um, Native American and Spanish, which is basically what Mexicans are. Yeah. You know, I mean, when mm. the Spanish came over to steal uh, ours, to Central America, and yeah, and to <laughs> North America, yeah, to, to come and steal our <laughs> land and denigrate and just decimate our people. And all those things. Um, yeah. Yeah, when the Spanish came and they, you know, uh, did their thing, <laughs> fucked, the, <laughs> fucked the Indians, they became Mexicans. Yeah. So basically, but I think on my mom's, uh, but literally on my mom's side, she was Navajo. So um, yeah. a large portion of my uh, my ethnic makeup is Navajo, or yeah. racial makeup is Navajo. So, um, however, I never learned how to speak Spanish. Right. And that was kind of a big point of contention contention for me growing up because mm-hmm. when I was young, especially when I had, so in elementary school, we had gone to a, my brother and I went to an elementary school in South Pasadena, California. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, South Pasadena is a very white neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So the elementary school, and the reason why we went there is because our babysitter lived close by. Mm-hmm. And she was white. Mm-hmm. And so we went to school with a lot of white kids. Oh, you had a white babysitter? Girl. Oh, I'm scared. Dad was kind of successful. Okay. No, I mean. I imagine. Was just... was her, what was her name? <laughs> Actually, so funny because her name was Mrs. Martinez. <laughs> <laughs> but she was white and her husband was Mexican. Okay. But her husband was, um, he was like, a, I think he was like a either an airline mechanic. He, he made good money. So like we, the, they had a really nice house in sort they of were, South yeah. Pasadena. Okay. And my mom had known them because they lived right across the street from my cousin's father. Okay. And so she had always, she, that was kind of her thing. And, and they actually had met her from church. Mm-hmm. 
So my mom had gone to this one local church in Highland Park, okay. which is close to South Pasadena. Yeah. Um, and the Martinez family had gone there. Okay. So that's how my mom knew them. And she had offered her services as a babysitter. And so my mom was great. Okay. You know, so um, we went there. But however, when I went to junior high school. Yeah. The junior high school I had to go to was in Glassell Park. Now, mm-hmm. I lived in Eagle Rock, which is which is right near Highland Park. Now, this is kind of like, I mean, growing up, I always thought we were middle class. And, you know, my dad made a good living. We weren't rich by any means. But I always felt like, you know, we were sort of middle class. But Comfortable. Come to find out, though. As we I got poor? older, <laughs> not only, I mean, I don't think we were poor because our neighborhood was nice, but it was one of those things where it's like we, we lived in a really nice neighborhood, but we were surrounded by the avenues yeah. of LA, which was also the name of a, a very big gang. In okay. LA. Okay. Okay. So, and it, it's, it's really weird because it was like LA, it was one of these neighborhoods too, where we were like, I was five blocks away from Occidental College, which is one of a very famous sort of liberal arts college. Mm-hmm. And, and now if you go back to that neighborhood, it's completely gentrified. And it's oh, wow. like, you know, the house that I grew up in, mm-hmm. you know, I think my parents paid like $40,000 for it in 1970 like eight or something, mm-hmm. it's now worth like $2.4 million. That's crazy. And my but dad let it. it go to foreclosure for $70,000. Oh my God. But that's another story. That's another story for another um, episode. So yes. Yeah, so, but the junior high school that I was supposed to go to or that I was um, zoned it for mm-hmm. was Irving High or Irving Junior High, which is in a very... Um, Affluent. No, no, no. Not at all. No, it was actually very... Um, uh, high concentration of Latinos. Like okay. most of the kids there, like most of the kids only spoke Spanish. Like Hente, so yeah. when mm-hmm. I went there, I had no idea. You know, I couldn't speak any Spanish. So people would come up to me and they'd be like, start just speaking Spanish, like super fast. Yeah. Like, and I couldn't understand a word. And I'd be like, I'm sorry, I don't understand you. And they'd be like, oh, you're trying to be white. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, at the time, like, so at my elementary school, I learned how to play violin. Like I told you, white yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> so my one thing I was like, when I went to this junior high school, I was like, I remember they, you know, on orientation day, they were like, uh, one of the Mrs. Lang, who I remember, she was the orchestra leader, teacher. Yeah. She came to the orientation. She's like, anybody who would love to join our orchestra, we would, if you play an instrument, we would love to have you. I would. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the, that was my saving grace that year. Yeah. Because had I not had that and had I not had Mrs. Ling, yeah. I don't know how I would have survived in that school. Because yeah. I was getting bullied. And also, I'm, I'm effeminate. I had mm-hmm. an effeminate voice. I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't like, you know the machismo sort of yeah for sure uh, attitude that men must have in sort of Latino culture. I did right. not have that. And yeah, I yeah. played the cello. Yeah, hello. <laughs> I switched from the violin to the cello because she needed cello players, and I was like, oh, I would love to. <laughs> so gay, right? <laughs> and so it was like, I mean, I just set myself up to be beat up all the time, and I got bullied really badly. Yeah. And, um. This whole time, though, my mom had been uh, 
applying to magnet schools throughout the city for me, which I didn't really know she was doing. Yeah. Because she knew I was miserable at yeah, this place. For sure. The only yeah. thing, I mean, during lunch and during uh, recess or whatever, I would always stay in Mrs. Lang's office because I knew if I was practicing and, mm-hmm. you know, I was in there, she would take, take care of me take care and of you, protect yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, but in my, after that year, that miserable year, I actually got accepted to a magnet school. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was in the Valley, which is a white people neighborhood in yeah. Los Angeles. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to get bussed out there, but you know, at least when I went there and, and part of this magnet school was all about diversity. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I had friends that were Indian, that were black, that were Jewish, that were white, that were Mexican. I mean, mm-hmm. it was it was Filipino, Asian. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I had, I, I really felt like it was such a great uh, education in sort of, you know, how to live your life because it, it allowed you to sort of accept all people. Yeah. There was no, in a way, it, it sort of stripped away race. I hate saying that because I hate saying... You know, I don't see color. Obviously, I see color. Yeah. You know, but you have, sure. how can you not? Right. Yeah. I mean, because if you say you don't see color, then you don't see people's cultural, yeah. you know, sort of differences or, mm-hmm. or uniqueness. Yeah. You know, so, um, but that was always, even when I went to that school, like the kids that were Latino would mm-hmm. come up to me and they, you know, start speaking Spanish. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't speak Spanish. They're like, yeah. why are you trying to be white? I'm like, yeah. I'm not trying to be white. I just, yeah. my parents, neither my parents spoke it. You know, yeah. we're, I'm fourth generation, yeah. you know, Mexican-American. Like, yeah. it's just not, you know. And, sure. and, and honestly, I, I feel, I wish I had learned Spanish. Yeah. I feel like career-wise, it would have helped me. Yeah. It, or it could help me, you know. I mean, it, yeah, it opens sure. up more opportunities. Like, yeah. But you know, so I well, I can I can certainly, you know, identify with you on that. Okay, let me see if I can just pause. Just just click pause. Okay. Okay, there we go. So, which brings us to the segment: Charles's white brown ass learns to see, speak Spanish. Learns to speak Spanish. So. You know, and I've all, like I said, I've always wanted to learn because I think professionally it would be advantageous. I think um, personally, I want to feel that connection to my culture. Yeah, I mean, Your even brown when I, roots <laughs> to my brown roots. <laughs> <laughs> I got plenty of those. I know, um, but no, I mean, even like even going to Mexico, like it's so funny because my husband is. You know, he's huerito. Like, he is way blonde, way British. Green eyes, super pretty eyes, yes. You know, he is as white as they come. Yeah. And he, um, but when we go to Mexico, he, he, because he majored in Spanish at UT. Oh, wow. So when we go to Mexico, immediately, you know, the Mexican locals will come up to me and start speaking Spanish, asking me questions, trying to sell me shit, take me on tours. And I'm like, I have no idea. what. And I'm your like, husband's like, yo, I'm like, no, habla whoa, espanol. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. 
and he understands everything they're saying. That's amazing. Which is kind of cool because they they don't think that he knows any Spanish, so yes. they don't attack him also in helpful. that way, and yeah. you know they're not trying to hustle him and what have you. Yeah. So I'm always like, no habla español, and then they like walk away from me. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, they were trying to sell us you know, a scuba diving trip for the day, and he was like, I was like, oh, thank God. I'm like, I don't want yeah. that, you know. Um, but, so like I said, that's, which takes us to this segment. So I, as part of this podcast, I would love for you to teach me Spanish. Spanish. Okay, for sure. And, I mean, I would love it in two years, you know, Yeah. that I am speaking fluent, conversational Spanish with you. Yeah. You know? I think that we and can And that's do when it. we could reach our South American brothers and sisters Correct. with our glorious <laughs> I feel like you podcasts. do I feel like you do get it. Like you do understand me sometimes when For I'm sure. because when I when we were working together like you know I never would ask. I I would look at you and I'd be like he looks like a Mexican. Right. He looks also Native American. Right. Which you, you know, some Native Americans, like if you call them Mexican, they lose it. Right. They go nuts. Well, like even Central Americans or Central South Americans. Americans. Yeah, like they... that's a whole episode we could get into <laughs> so about how, real. and that's why, that's why we never progress, people. <laughs> that's why we never get ahead. But anyway, yeah, and I think in Mexico, you probably didn't feel so much backlash about not speaking Spanish because they're, they get it because they're like, yeah. well, we're in Mexico. That's what we, you know, but here... Yeah. I think a lot of of uh, people, uh, the younger and older, like our age generation, because you know I was born and raised in West Texas, right, with you know a bunch of white folks, yeah, and that West Texas will come out real quick if I start getting <laughs> in a fight or something. Like yeah. I'll, I'll start talking like like right. you know Stacy, <laughs> who lived on the farm real quick. Right. Okay, right. but yeah, I get it totally. Like. Um, so we will teach you. We'll we'll start with some yeah. basic phrases. Yeah. yeah. Like um, this champagne is so good. Thank you. Okay. Like I don't want to learn about so, like this pen is blue. I want to learn like right. this champagne is rosé and expensive. Okay. So this this champagne. So let's start just with the word champagne. Mm -hmm. In any country, you should yeah. know how to say champagne. Right. Isn't it? So champagne in Spanish, champagne. Champagne. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So anywhere you go. You've got yeah. that covered. Yeah. yeah. Expensive. Mm -hmm. Caro. Caro. C-A-R-O. Caro. Caro. Now, okay. how does that, what would that have to do with expensive? Caro. Caro. Es caro. So you would say, esta champaña es cara. Oh. You see? Esta champaña es, es cara. Esta champaña es cara. Okay, so this champagne is expensive. Is expensive. Esta champaña. champaña. Escada. Escada. Yes. Yes. Nice. See, you already I'm so Mexican. So that's so good. I'm probably, so can you order tacos? I think so. I can probably order tacos. Um, me gusta dos tacos y carne asada. Uh, dos tacos y carnitas uh, con cebollas y cilantro. <laughs> He's like, bitch, I'm going to eat. I'm going <laughs> right, to find a way to order that's tacos. one thing I do know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll get by in any country. You can send me to France, honey. I don't right? speak French, but I'll bet y'all find something Girl. to eat. Okay? Yeah. Yes. For sure. 
So that's a that's a good um, that'll be a good segment for us to teach you Spanish. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I would love to. I mean, I, I I really, it's actually one of those things that I've I've been wanting to do, and I I don't know why I didn't do it during the pandemic because it seemed like it would have been a perfect time to just like you know right get Duolingo or whatever it is and like you yeah. Know, practice but, I but you know you've already didn't. won like half the battle because you don't deny your culture yeah for sure and a lot of people do yeah. and that's no, that's, that's yeah they don't want to don't speak spanish they don't, don't want to right. know what spanish is and or I'm, they don't want people to think well so which is interesting because even in my own family i feel like there is this and it's probably you know cross cultural, right? Yeah. I feel like there is the this sort of classist, yeah, you know, uh, belief system, right? Like for sure. And I hate to say it because I hate this word, but like I remember growing up, you know, people in my family saying, you know, oh, we're not wetbacks, like right, meaning that wetbacks were people who immigrants that came from Mexico, right? You know, across the river or what, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're, we're better than wetbacks because we speak English and we have, you know, mm-hmm. corporate jobs and we're, you know, we live in white neighborhoods and you right. know what I mean? Correct. So yeah. there, there, there is that. And I feel like that's pervasive right now, especially in our society, especially in places like Florida where you have. Um, Cuban. Cuban, yes. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of Cubans that are ultra conservative, that are yep. ultra, you know, that. In my opinion, I was like, why would you ever vote for Trump? Because mm-hmm. he is, what he stands for really goes against who you are culturally. He doesn't mm-hmm. want, you, you know, here. Cubans, <laughs> you know, to mix with his, right, right, you know, right. white Aryan, you know. Yes. Uh, uh, beliefs. Beliefs or, or with his, you know, a white Aryan children, you know. Right, it's right, like, right. Um, unless you're like one of those light skin blonde Cubans, right? Right, I mean, right. And, and you've got Mexicans that are like that as well. Right. And South American, whatever, Latinos in yeah. general, you know? It's super prevalent. Like, it's still, even to this day, um, yeah. I'm sorry. So, so it is, it's still super prevalent, you know, about, I, I, I still run into that. And, you know, if anybody really could act like we don't identify with a culture. I think I think we are a perfect example of that because mm-hmm. we didn't really grow up around it. I yeah. I didn't grow up like how you did, but I grew up in West Texas with all all white people. It yeah. was a very small town. There was very few Latinos and mm-hmm. um I think things have changed since then, but like we we didn't I didn't know any Spanish when I moved to Dallas when oh, I was really? 19. No. I'm wow. self-taught. Oh, I'm I didn't self-taught. Know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I moved to Dallas when I was 19, I remember that it was like, it was when you still had to find a job in the classified ads of the paper. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they would say bilingual plus and all the jobs. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh my God, I can't speak Spanish. So how did you do it? So what I did was I started watching the novelas on Univision. Um. Mm-hmm. And then I would start like... Um, you know, saying what, like, if they said something, I would say it. And I would start practicing that way. And then that, you know, they had the big library, the Dallas library downtown. And I would go to the library and I'd check out a bunch of books in Spanish. 
And I just started Damn. reading. Yes, I immersed myself, honey. And then I found... Look some, at you. You're such a self-starter. I'm such a self-starter. And then I found some <laughs> Mexican friends. Right. And I would tell them, Speak hey, yeah, if I mess up, tell me. And then I would do the same for them because a lot of times... They're learning English, but it's they were they're embarrassed to speak right. it, and so I would be like, "No, you know, you help me, I'll help you." And then, well, you know, eventually, I ended up marrying a Mexican, right. you know, from right. Querétaro. So that was yeah. like his first language, and then I, I fully like learned the language. But like, yeah. my, my all three of my boys, except for the little one, mm -hmm. they're 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 bilingual but the the youngest um mm -hmm. who's his name's Jaimito too which really looks funny <laughs> and he looks like a big old Mexican he's he's what they call an El Sabo kid like yeah. they don't they don't know Spanish but they look Mexican that's me yeah we're like grown ass <laughs> El Sabo kids <laughs> no Sabo I'm me. sorry no Sabo kids not El Sabo no oh, Sabo no kids sabo. no oh, Sabo okay. kids like which means no sabe but oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like a thing know. like that's a whole thing yeah the no sabo kids no sabo. oh i didn't know that and I'll, I'll, there's another i'm like the original yeah same <laughs> and there's another like there's another really funny like trend trending meme because you know mm -hmm. tiktok and all of the social media they'll come out with a new trending like phrase or, right. or tiktok or whatever yeah. but i think this shit is so funny um they come out with the hot cheeto girls <laughs> what's that the hot cheeto girls are like the girls who are always eating hot cheetos and they have the big long fake eyelashes mm -hmm. and the extensions and all the makeup <laughs> they call them hot cheeto girls <laughs> and the long ass nails like the yeah. cardi b nails mm -hmm. um and then y'all i just like one time i i got those nails i got some oh, i remember when you got remember those. you yes. remember those spiky ones <laughs> Weren't those so badass? I thought I was cute, honey. Like, you could not tell me anything until I had to type on this. Yes. I was devastated. I wanted to be a Hot Cheeto girl for like two days. And then I, I felt so bad because my I know some badass nail ticks, techs right. in Irving. Let me tell you. These girls, they will bling you out. But I loved those nails for the time that I had them on. But I had to get them off because I could not type. I couldn't work. I was just literally like I this. Think I remember I was like, how do you even wipe? Like, what your do you ass? do? You can wipe. You can wipe. <laughs> you you can wipe. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, you can wipe. It looked difficult. It looked like it could be painful. It wasn't. Like you could stab something. I was, no, no, I didn't. No? I got it. I got it done. Yeah, I got the job done. <laughs> you worked it out? I sure as hell did because, you know, that's important. But, but, so then, you know what's funny though is when I went and had them taken off. Like yeah. I went just to my regular nail shop. Oh, yeah. Lord Jesus. They had to take out the, <laughs> the guy. It was a guy. It was a dude because, you know, there's a, the Asian places, you know. Yes. He looked at me. I looked at him. He looked at me uh -huh. and I said, what? Yeah. You got to get them off. Right. He went to the back uh -huh. of the shop and came back with a little suitcase, honey. Yeah. A little suitcase that had like <laughs> tools in it, like for special bitches like me <laughs> who come in with, with big Cardi B nails. Oh, my Lord. I think he was pissed. I'm sure he was. Because he was like, how am I going to wrangle these things off of your fingers, lady? <laughs> 
He did, honey. He got him off. I don't know how he so, got him now off. Now I got to get out the saw. <laughs> like, he did. It was a saw. It was literally a drill saw, a band saw. <laughs> it was like bone quee quee. No. Like, he, it was bone no, quee No, you don't want to shake. You can't have a shake. I, yeah, I got to get the machine out. He did. I got to use the tools. He was like, no, he bitch. Did. He was and, like, no, you're going to have to keep him. And I was like, okay, like, because this is like your job. And why was he cursing you out in Vietnamese? He was, and you know he was, and I was just sitting there like, I know, I understand, I'm going to leave you a good tip. He got those suckers off, like, I think one part of the nail flew to the other side of the store. He had on goggles, Charles. Ah! Yeah. What was it? It was like that Jim Carrey movie. Did you ever see that where he goes to get a pedicure and his nails, oh, the nails. No, but it was like, remember Shanene from Martin? Yeah. Yeah, when they were doing her feet, that's how he was getting that shit off my fingers. <laughs> And then after everything was said and done, I was like, can I just get them dipped now with a nude color? Something really simple. Sure. No. I did. <laughs> he did. He's a good He out. hated my guts. Yeah, like he was like so over me. I know he cussed me in every language besides his own. And But guess he what? He learned Spanish to he, cuss that me day, out. Yeah, he did. But I will. I'll get those on from time to time just because I feel like it. Well, I mean, hey. YOLO. 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 Yeah. Right? No shit. And I can afford it because, you know, let me tell you, mm -hmm. these girls, they be using the good shit. Yeah. Like, they use yeah. those squiddy combs, Swarovski, 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 Swarovski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> the crystals. Yes, those. But, yeah, they be getting into it. Mm, for sure. Uh, I wish I had the patience to do that, but I don't. Yeah, no. Not my thing. I can't work on people's. I couldn't work on people's feet. I don't like feet. You're not a foot person. I am not either. No, I do see good feet. When I see good, when I see cute feet, I'm like, ooh, those are so cute. You know who has really cute feet? Tammy with an eye. Tammy has beautiful feet. She has really cute feet. My brother has really cute feet. Yeah. I'm like, if I had feet like that, then I'd, you know, I would get an OnlyFans. <laughs> I'd let somebody suck my toes. I'm like, uh, but I don't have, I don't, I don't think my feet are cute. So I'm like, no. Mine are don't. really flat. They look yeah. like little irons. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I don't, I have Fred Flintstone feet. I don't want. Me too. <laughs> exactly. Girl. But you know, I think it's from growing up in West Texas and we never wore shoes. Well, that could be it too. Yeah. We would literally. I was, yeah, I was always, I grew up barefoot, but my brother was too. But see, I think it's also genetic because my dad had flat feet, but my mom had real high arches and my brother got those high arches and he just has the cutest feet. They're not like flat. They're not mm -hmm. like, you know, um, and he don't even take care of them and they're still cute. I'm like, what? My friend Carlos in New York also has beautiful feet, yeah. I will say. And I'm not like so much of a but i mean have I you ever that... wanted anybody to like suck your toes or has anybody ever sucked your toes i, I think, think I they have that. really yeah because when you're that far into it you're just like okay it's just this is it whatever right if that makes you happy if you like it i love if it if you're into it yeah i mean i guess but i don't know i just i guess i've never had anybody ask me to and like if they asked me to i'd be like yeah no why don't you but they just should just have done it you know, I mean, if they, if, if some, like, I'm not going to go actively seeking to suck act, somebody's toes. Me correct. Neither. Correct. That's yeah, what, that's, that's what I'm getting thing. at. If somebody but we're Leos. Suck my, right. Maybe that's You're what You're privileged <laughs> to suck my toes. Right. You see, that's the difference. Yeah. I mean, we're alpha. <laughs> right. I get it. But I mean, I've just never, mm, 
I don't know. I, I like it's I said, actively like was like would go down and suck somebody's toes, or and and I would feel uncomfortable if somebody did it to me. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Just... why I don't? I would not at all. You can like they would, you know, just at that point do whatever you want. Right. I mean, <sighs> we're in the throw of it, the yeah. the in the thick of it. I guess I've never had anybody. You know, attempt it so it's not. Well, apparently, feet are a thing because in OnlyFans, that's the running joke that right. there's all these feet accounts that people have made like tens well, of thousands. Larsa of dollars. Pippen off of Real Housewives of uh, Miami has this account. She claims to make forty thousand dollars a month it. off of it. I believe it. Probably doing shit with her feet. Mm. Mm. Yep, we're in the mm. wrong business for real. We might open an OnlyFans soon, and you guys are need to subscribe. <laughs> to look we'll at our feet. Look at our fucking feet. Maybe we can make like a Fred Flintstone like car simulator and just like say, look at, we're going to take off in it. <laughs> what, what's that uh, sound effect where they... Uh, oh, are you see. looking at the sound effects? We're just testing out our equipment, y'all. We'll we probably just bring a... you clips. We don't have Fred Flintstone feet. <laughs> no. It doesn't say on there. Mm-mm. It I'm does. I think maybe they had like a car. It has it. There you go. I'm dead. That's going to be our feet. <laughs> oh, That's our only fans stop laughing. Like, share and subscribe. <laughs> Fifty subscribers get a get a ten percent, sixty percent off. Not sixty. <laughs> right. Cut that part out. Right, right, right. Well, oh my god, out. that is hilarious. This mm-hmm. is so funny. Oh my god. <laughs> he said the dog's off. Sexy. Yeah. Oh, he said the dog's off. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's hilarious. Oh my god. It's so funny. Yeah. So we're almost an hour in. Yeah, that's good. I think this is a good. I think we can listen to it. Yeah, we should listen, listen to, to it. it. And yeah, and then go back we'll, and see. You know, 